0: From the Atonement Fargo Studios on South University Drive in Fargo, North Dakota,
1: this is That Podcast. Hey, to contact the crew, submit your questions or comments, go to atonement.live slash And now, here's those crazy people with That Podcast. Welcome to that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and I am joined today by Pastor DJ Lura and Sarah DeYoung. And today, we're gonna to do a little question and answer time.
2: Yeah, our, our fans have been getting a little ornery about their questions being answered.
1: Yeah, they they are uh, exactly. Yes.
2: Just let that one play a while.
0: I'm wondering how many episodes before people are just like, get that thing away from him. <laughs> yep. I'm always late on the Wait on the the queue. Uh,
1: it could be uh uh you might be expanding your line from liturgical ha- liturgical hair gel to liturgical uh, noisemaker. Absolutely, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, we'll take liturgical
2: noisemakers. We're gonna have to start a merch shop soon. Get it in red, <laughs> blue, gold. <Yep. laughs> Buy it in bulk for all your family Christmases. Uh, I
1: think so. Hey, that's we're in the fall season now.
2: We are. Pumpkin spice came out yesterday. Oh, oh, you're kidding! Yeah, I got one. I had my pumpkin spice shirt on.
0: You I am so spice happy latte. for you, Sarah. I know this is a this is a moment you wait I, for all year long.
2: I have no problem admitting fully that I am a basic white girl. I love pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> I love fall. I love Christmas. So this time of year, I'm like I'm a little like caterpillar, ready to become a butterfly. Yeah,
1: you love it. <laughs>
0: I like fall too. It's you know football and yep. I like I like the coolness in the air and you know I like putting on layers and getting out mm-hmm. my old flannels from my '90s grunge days. I nice, guess. yeah. yeah they, they, Kurt they, Cobain t-shirt. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. They smell grungy for
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so you brought up football, uh, so I don't think we should just let that go. Oh, of course not. What are your thoughts? On
0: Vikings are going to win it this year.
2: No, I think the Browns are. <laughs> I asked my dad the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Wow. Yeah, nothing else can go wrong in 2020. So. And that's it for today's episode.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm a diehard Vikings fan. So preseason, my response is always the same because they always do great in the preseason. If if the season was done before the first game played, the Vikings would be like, you know, the national champs. They
1: would be Super Bowl champions every year. Every year. And so at
0: this point, I'm like, yeah, this is the year. And then about three games in, I'm like, oh, we made a horrible mistake.
1: (laughs) Yeah, looks good on paper.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Against the other team's second and third string teams, we really bring it.
1: (laughs) No, what I was going to say is what are your thoughts on the NFL is, it seems likely that they're at least going to start as scheduled. I know the Vikings. Their first two games are uh, no fans in the stadium. I'm a Broncos fan, and I know so they that
2: already don't have any fans in the stadium. So yeah, they, they started that way. That. It's yeah. nothing new.
1: Yeah. Broncos <laughs> fans are the greatest fans on the planet. That is that's been determined uh, <laughs> in, in my living room.
0: Sci- oh, okay. Scientists have measured it. They yep. took a, yeah. a poll, and uh, the one vote got it. Yep yeah. the
1: the uh, uh, all of the scientists in the janky house determined
0: that what i want to know is has it been reported in the most trusted name Ooh. in news oh the no most trusted not news source yet. yet
1: not yet well you're gonna not, have to fix not, that not yet i should see what they have they they've they've been they've been on fire lately again oh yeah you know with election time coming up and everything
0: but anyway well and speaking of sp- uh, of just sports in general so my brother and i watched SummerSlam.
1: Oh really yeah who th- does one of you have uh, uh, the, the he
0: he has uh, WWE the uh, network the network and nice. he was visiting so he loaded it up wanted to watch SummerSlam he actually flew um, while SummerSlam was going on so as soon as he got to my house we loaded it up and 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 it was interesting to watch it because there was all these like TV screen you know the screens mm-hmm. that they have mm-hmm. in the stands and fans were cheering and stuff but it was all these these screens and it was it was it was Int- I, 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 weird isn't the right word because I didn't find it weird. I just found it very interesting. And I remember thinking, how do you get a ticket to get a screen mm-hmm. on there? Do you got to buy like a SummerSlam well, ticket? I don't know.
2: I've seen something similar because I I don't care about football. I do like basketball, though. And Friday night I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and they had NHL on right next to NBA games. And I was like, man, NHL messed up. It looks so weird to see like these people they're playing their game, they're going hard, but then there's nothing. It's like did mm-hmm. somebody film like a prac like a scrimmage, like what's going on? And then the NBA has all these like down court side these huge screens of all these people mm-hmm. and it switches back and forth and I was like see that makes it fun because yeah. then
0: then you can interact. Yeah. And then I watched a Twins game and I swear they had cutouts. Oh yeah. They they do. They do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was just eerie to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because they also like for foot, for bass or a baseball, they didn't commit. They filled like behind the plate with cutouts but everything else was open right right right. wide open mm-hmm. on yeah. both sides in the back yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah so okay so I didn't watch SummerSlam so they had what did they have video screens with
0: it was like little TVs on where the seats would be and there were a thousand of them I mean it, it mm-hmm. and people were tuned in and you could see people moving and cheering and booing and and the whole thing did they do, do close-ups of them and things like that um, not like zooming in on someone's screen, but it was like a gigantic zoom call okay. of SummerSlam. And it was, it was neat to see, huh? So That's interesting. I don't know if the NFL is going to do something yeah. like that.
1: I don't know. Uh, I know that, like I said, the Vikings first two games are not going to have any, any fans in the stands and the Broncos, at least l- the last I heard, they're not going to have for their first game. Um, but maybe the Vikings first two games, they must be home games. Um, I think they open against the Packers, which is going to be a great Ooh, game. Ooh, that will be a good one. Yeah. Um, but my question is the NFL is going to start on time, or at least that's what they're hoping for soon. Mm-hmm. But college, most everybody has. Is the Power Five still on for the fall?
0: You know, if they were, uh, that may change within a couple of days.
1: Well, Alabama's got over 500 uh, COVID cases right now.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, like, I didn't know until last week that the Bison weren't playing. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was under the impression that there is – when I saw that the Pac-12 went and Big Ten went, I was like, oh, no, does that mean that the Bison are going to go? And someone told me, well, they already decided that. Right. Like, oh, my right. goodness. Yep,
1: so, they did. Well, they now this is where my question comes in. They pushed it to the spring. Mm-hmm. And maybe the Power Five is going to do that, but if they don't,
0: what are we gonna it, do in the fall? Well, well, <laughs> well
1: no. It, well, this I think this I think this could be really cool. There's a lot of people who disagree with me, but if the Power Five goes in the fall, so you could have NFL run their normal schedule, mm-hmm. and then you have a whole lot less teams playing on Saturdays for college football. But you you finish the Super Bowl and you roll right into the FCS and and all the other college football and. Maybe even uh, create a new college, you know, college sure. football uh, program in the spring. The only yeah. problem is, like we're finding with Trey Lance, uh, he may, he, he might, he probably isn't going to play in the spring because then you have draft coming up, the exactly. draft coming up in April. So, I mean,
0: well, and and you uh, uh, talking about SummerSlam now, you got me thinking about something else. So then, where do you squeeze in the XFL?
1: So the Rock bought that.
0: I know, and I can't wait to see him be the hype man for the XFL.
1: Anything that guy touches turns to gold <laughs> for some reason.
2: What's the XFL?
1: Extreme Football League. So Is that where back, they do it without pads. So no. So back in what was it? Ninety nine. Although
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route one uh, one you know during sweeps week or yeah. something.
1: Like mm-hmm. n- ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Is that when it was initially launched by Vince McMahon and and there was a lot of. Uh,
0: Rule changes, yeah,
1: crazy, crazy rule changes, and uh,
0: they could put like um, uh, their nicknames on the back of their jerseys rather and than their names. Yeah. And, and one guy was named He Hate Me. He Hate Me. He's
1: the most. He's the most popular. I can't remember any others. Right. But they had like Jim Ross calling games and and um, um, Jesse Ventura and and it was a lot a lot of uh, glitz and. It It wasn't the
0: best football. No, Uh, (laughs) no, it it
1: petered out. But this last incarnation that came out last year was doing really well. Yeah, I liked it. Until COVID hit, and then Uh that squashed it, and then it was sold to The Rock.
0: Yeah, for pennies on the dollar. Uh,
1: You know, that guy could have somebody turn on a camera and just having him chew on a pencil eraser – uh, and it would be a blockbuster hit, I think.
0: I'd subscribe to that. Yeah, uh, just just to watch The Rock do his thing.
1: So yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be interesting what what he does with that. So
0: well, very good. Anyway, it's going to be exciting one way yeah, or another. Yeah,
1: it, it will. It's going to be interesting to find out what they do and uh, and how it shapes the future. I mean, if college ball goes in the spring and people are liking it,
2: well, and yeah, how does that change your draft then?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could it could change a lot of things. And if college football, you know, even the Power Five goes to the spring, does then does the NFL say, "All right, we're taking Saturdays too, and we're going to broadcast, you know, double yeah. the double the games for people to watch"?
0: I'm sure. I'm sure both um, organizations are talking that out right now and trying to figure out yeah. you know, the timing yeah. of everything. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. How to squeeze the most buck out of the. Uh, the whole, the whole year.
1: I would say so. Yeah.
0: So fall's mm-hmm. going to be exciting. You got pumpkin spice. hmm You got... Uh,
1: the National Football League. That's
0: right. NFL and...
2: Pumpkin patches.
0: Life goes on. Co- COVID's <laughs> not going to take us down.
1: No, it won't. The, and there's a new uh, Monday Night Football crew, too, which is going to be exciting.
0: Who's on the new crew? Oh.
1: I knew you were going to ask. I'm I am sorry. I can my, look it up later. We, I don't know. My Google machine open. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll find it out by the end of this episode so that we don't have people. Uh, 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 Cliffhanger for next time. Right. Well, <laughs> come back next week to find out. <laughs> we'll answer it by the end of this episode. Um, so we got some questions that have come in uh, and some are deeper than others. So in, in fact, uh, most of them are, are, um, really good questions that Sarah mentioned. People want to hear their mm-hmm. questions answered.
0: We have the best question
2: askers. Yes, we, right? do. we do.
0: We have some pretty weak answers for them, but they're <laughs> pretty good questions.
2: Well, I feel like for the most part, we we've what, this is episode 26. 26. And we've only had to do two now of just Q&A where we couldn't take a question and turn it into a whole episode because of, they're that good of... Question. Either that it's that question
0: or we just keep backpedaling and backpedaling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now they've been good. I think yeah, they've they been have. really mm-hmm. good. Uh, like this one. We'll start with this one. What was Jesus doing during his teen years?
0: What a great question. Um, you know, that is not a new question by far. Um, this goes back to the first century when the gospels were written and the early church was sharing the gospel, there was a real expectation that Jesus was going to return before the end of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of think of like, you know, the 2000 scare where the world's coming to an end, <laughs> yeah. at this you know, massive dating time that is based on uh, dates that we have chosen as a culture rather than, <laughs> you know, and so you have uh, year 100 coming, 150, 200, and as Christians spread and grew, there was a real hunger to find out even more about um, Jesus and his entire life. And so you have things that were written after 200, 300, 400 that are um, not biblical and they're not scriptural, uh, but they're almost like biographies of Jesus to try to explain what he would have been doing mm-hmm. in those in that time frame. Because we have... Um, the the birth narrative of Jesus, and then we have uh, the visiting of the wise man, which has it could have been, Jesus could have been as old as like five years old, mm-hmm. six years old. And if you read it real closely, you'll notice that they don't come to a manger, they come to a house, and there's a child there, not a baby. Right. And then we hear about Jesus when he's around 12 years old in the temple, and then we don't hear anything for like, 18 years mm-hmm. till 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 he's baptized and his ministry starts. Um, the simple answer is nobody knows what he was doing during that time, aside from what Luke says, that he was obedient to his parents and grew more and more in wisdom and the power of the Holy Spirit for those 18 years. Mm-hmm. After, you know, he said to his parents, If you're looking for me, you should have known to look in my father's house. Mm-hmm. So aside from that, those eighteen years we really don't know. Do um, you remember the movie Dogma from Kevin Smith? Oh yeah. I kind of like the answer that they give for this one of the the voice of God. And in in, in Catholic, uh, Catholicism, there's a there's a discipline known as angelology, mm-hmm. and they have different angel um, um, choirs for the different levels of angels. And the highest level, I think, is the Metatron, who's who's the angel of the Lord who speaks for the Lord. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Uh, Snape, Severus Snape, Severus. <laughs> because if you, I, I
1: like to, I like to say Hans Gruber myself.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Die hard. And, um, it's the Metatron who speaks the voice of the Lord because God's voice is so powerful and holy that for the human ear to hear it, you would, you would die. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so he says he had to let Jesus know what was going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. And and I think uh, it was the Chris Rock character who says something like, how long do you think it would take you to come to terms with the fact that not only are you the son of God, but that you're God, mm-hmm. and that you're going to have to suffer and die for the sins of the world? Right. It could take about 18 years. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. See that. yeah. Uh, but but truth be told, aside from what Luke says, we, we don't know what Jesus was doing from 12 to 30 aside from um, being— a good son obedient to his parents uh most likely living in the culture that he lived in doing the things that they did Mm -hmm. um until the holy spirit revealed that he is the messiah the son of god right cool so uh to the great question your guess is as good as mine (laughs) all right what do you think jesus was doing for those yeah Yeah, i i being god i
1: suppose yeah uh,
0: there's some there's some writings that are not Christian. They're, they're Gnostic writings, and, mm-hmm. and Gnosticism was a cult that was a mixture of Greek philosophy and Near Eastern um, mysticism and then tried to kind of piggyback off of Christianity that wrote things like the, gospel, the Infancy Gospel of Thomas, which has all these weird stories about Jesus as a kid. Like, um, he got mad at a friend. And so he struck his friend dead, and then Joseph hmm. got mad at Jesus for striking his friend dead. So Jesus raised him, raised his friend up. You know, just weird <laughs> stuff like that. That's like, yeah, that doesn't sound like my yeah. kind of Jesus. I,
1: I've heard, I've heard stuff like that before, actually. So that reminds me of another question, though, to go along with that.
0: Well, before before people get down this rabbit hole, understand mm-hmm. that that was written several hundred years after the life of Jesus. Yeah, by a a mysticism cult known as you know the Gnostics, mm. uh, Manichaeans. So, okay, there you go, um, Manichaeans.
1: So you brought up the wise men, and you said that he may have been as old as five
0: or older. Or, or uh, uh, he was he most like most likely they did not show up on Christmas Day. Right. I'm using, they, they, I'm using they, finger quotes here <laughs> for anyone. Well, they had they had to travel.
1: Yeah, uh, we read that in the Bible. Uh, they talked to Herod. Mm -hmm. So uh, a a question that I've always wondered is you've got all of, you know, the prophets have been talking about this. He's born. You've got these wise men. We always say three, but who knows how many Mm -hmm. there were. Mm -hmm. They go, they talk to Herod. So the wise men know this guy is here. Herod knows this guy is here. He knows enough that he goes and slaughters or has slaughtered uh, all these firstborn males, mm-hmm. right? 30 years later, nobody knew he was around. Or everybody's wondering, who is this guy? Who does this guy well, think he is? Mm-hmm.
2: Wouldn't you assume though like nobody knows who he is because well, yeah, Herod killed all those kids. Don't you think that they sort would of. have just assumed that he would have been in Well,
0: and and we think about these things in terms of, like, sitcoms, because we're used to everything being wrapped up in 22 minutes and everything making sense from beginning to end. Right. It was not uncommon for Herod to just kill people willy-nilly for no reason whatsoever. Okay. And Bethlehem wasn't a huge place. It was like a a village. Mm -hmm. So him going and killing all the firstborn kids probably wouldn't have caused a big of a stir as we think it should. Okay. I mean, this is the same guy who named all of his kids Herod and killed all of them, right, in order to keep the throne as he was dying on the throne. So you know, different world much more violent, much more unjust mm-hmm. than we think of the world today. And the part of the reason we think of the world today the way we do is because of the advent of Christianity. Mm-hmm. but there was there was all kinds of messianic expectation. Uh, leading up to the time that that Jesus comes along. I mean, you even have a guy like like Barabbas. Mm -hmm. Barabbas means um, son of the father. It's an interesting name. Mm. Uh, And so, like, I think tradition has it that his name was Jesus Barabbas because Jesus or or Joshua, as it would be translated directly into English from Hebrew, was a fairly common name. Mm -hmm. Um, But you had Jesus, son of God, and... Uh, or Bar-Elohim, Jesus Bar-Elohim and Jesus Bar-Abbas are both lifted up by Pilate as who do you want? Who do you choose? Mm-hmm. Well, they choose a figure in the mode of like a David, like a, a warrior, you know, guy. And and Barabbas was a robber and he was, you know, tradition talks about him being connected with the the zealot movement because at that time there was a group of people called the Zealots, who were trying to actively overthrow Rome and usher in a new messianic kingdom by mm-hmm. force. They were terrorists. And we know that two of Jesus' disciples were most likely from that group. You mm-hmm. had a guy named Simon, the Zealot, and then uh, Judas Iscariot. And I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, but Iscarius, um, there's, there's a word in there, Sicari, which means dagger. And there was a group of assassins within the, the zealot group. Um, that That's what they did. They were assassins. And Iscariot, I believe, means son of the dagger. So you have Judas, who was probably of that group, who started following Jesus. So a much more radical um, um, uh, revolution was taking place in the person of Jesus than even the most extreme people can imagine, because Jesus' Jesus' revolution at that time was one of, of love and freedom from the real enemies of this world, sin, death, and the devil, rather than a political overthrow of some kind. And it's continued to this day. I mean, talk about a uh, radical transformation of the entire world. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the Jesus movement or Christianity ushered in. Right. Basically, if you think of what is Western civilization, it's Greco-Roman philosophy Mm -hmm. that is balanced by Christianity.
1: Yeah. I think another thing you said that that's interesting is, is uh, everybody wants something wrapped up in Mm -hmm. 22 minutes. Um, and also, um,
0: preferably without commercials now that we're Right,
1: yeah, get the Hulu. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, everybody wants things tied up in a hurry, and uh, too often I think we think of things, as as you sort of alluded to earlier, in 2020 thought, where um, what do you mean you didn't know that? Mm -hmm. You know, there was no... You know, it, it wasn't on Twitter that yeah. the, the, the Messiah is here. And also, Herod very well, if word got around, could have said, you know, I slaughtered all those all those kids. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He's not here. And after 30 years, I mean, 30 years is a long time now. Mm-hmm. 30 years was. Think, a,
0: think of a massacre that happened back in
1: 1990. Yeah. Wow. it's a long time ago. You yeah. forget about that stuff. You forget about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So now we now we have recordings and television. We can go back to the '40s and see old reels in real time of, not well, not in real time, but reels of the time, showing actual events like you know you see Winston Churchill and FDR and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have that in. Biblical times, you you had word of mouth and you had stories, but often you would even date things not according to a year time frame, but whoever was ruling. Mm. So there wasn't like, <laughs> Jesus didn't start his ministry in 30 AD. There was no 30 AD at that time because AD means year of the Lord, and we date it based on the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That's how we, the date 2020 is from our dating of 2,020 years since the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, it would have been like, you know, the, the seventh year of the reign of the Uh-oh. emperor Tiberius, and yeah. that's how they would have dated it. Yeah. So you see a little bit of that in Luke, who's actually a really good historian, in dating certain things and, and sharing certain events that have been shown through architect. Um, I was going to say architecture, archaeology, to be, he was right on. Mm -hmm. Um, and things that even 50 years ago we'd been like I don't know if Luke was right about this we've discovered through archaeology that no no Luke was right on Mm -hmm. he knew exactly everything he has in there is pretty historically accurate like all of it
1: yeah that's neat yeah Uh, what was the original question? Uh, (laughs) what was the original question? Uh, what what was was Jesus doing in his teen years? what was Jesus (laughs) doing during his teen years? yep that was the original question yeah
0: Living life. I mean, yeah. If you are God and you are now incarnate, yeah. I go back to the movie Dogma. I mean, mm-hmm. God God loves to play uh, skee ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe a, homo- G-
1: a homeless man on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we good with that one? Yep. All right. We're good with that one. So the next question uh, is kind of a two part question. Um how can you forgive someone say who kills your child? Mm-hmm. And if you don't if you aren't able to forgive them, will you go to hell?
0: Yeah. Questions, comments, thoughts. I mean, that's you're get you're getting to the the heart of it now. I mm-hmm. mean, that's Um here here's something that I would say about forgiveness. And this is, um, this gets to the heart of, of being a Christian. I mm-hmm. mean, if, if we're going to talk about what it means to be a Christian, <coughs> there's a couple things that are are fundamental to being a Christian. One is, do you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? Do you believe that, that he is risen from the dead? Do you believe that he'll come again? And do you believe that the Bible is the word of God and that it's true? If you hold those things to be true and live your life according to them, um, then you're a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of denomination, regardless of background. It is very easy to think in terms of have-tos. Mm-hmm. That's how we live. That's how we function. That's how our world works, cause and effect. If, then, if, then, if, then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what does Jesus tell us to do if you're if someone sins against you, um, do I forgive them three times? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter asked a real radical question of Jesus and says, do I f- do I forgive them as many as seven times? That seemed like a lot. Yeah, And Jesus makes the statement, no, you need to f- forgive them 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, are we supposed to forgive when we are wronged? Yes, but there's a reason why we are to forgive when we are wronged. It's, be, it's when we realize that we ourselves are sinners in need of a Savior mm-hmm. and that we don't deserve forgiveness. In fact, what we deserve is the wrath of God and the eternal damnation and punishment for our sins against God and against our neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. When that hits home, suddenly you realize how much you need a Savior, And this is what in the Lutheran tradition we call um, the proper distinction between the law and the gospel. Now, here's the law. You must forgive. Mm -hmm. And yet, having been hurt so bad through the crimes of another person, something as heinous as murder of your own child. You know, the one thing about becoming a parent as well as, as getting married, I think. Um, it, it, like, I, when I was growing up, I knew that I was loved by my parents. Um, but I didn't know what love was until I was married. And then I really didn't know what love was until I had my own kids. Mm-hmm. Because there, it's like, okay, there's now someone more important than me. Right. Right? When the, and, and I don't think it, it has to be limited to just a spouse or children. But that was my experience. Um. When someone is more important than you, th- that's when you discover what love is, I think. Mm-hmm. Their needs, their wants are more important than than your own needs or wants. And to have someone take that from you um, out of whatever reason, um, accident is one thing that hurts as, just as much, but for someone to purposefully take what you love from you, mm-hmm. destroying whatever future that child would have. I mean, I, I can't think of something. I, I don't know what I would do. I don't yeah. I don't know how I would be able to move forward. I would be incredibly angry at that person and wanting vengeance. Mm-hmm. I would be angry at God and wanting vengeance against God. Um, and that's that's part of the reality of being human. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking in terms of the law, you must forgive, you're going to hear that. But the thing about forgiveness is that forgiveness is not something that you do. It's something that you discover. hmm So here's how you discover forgiveness for the most heinous harm done to you that you can imagine. It's giving it to God, praying to God, and saying, God, you've forgiven a si- si- sinner like me. Mm-hmm. Help me to discover forgiveness for this person. Yeah. Now, what happens when you forgive them is not you letting them off the hook. Um, I mean, there's certainly power in that as well. And that's mm-hmm. a Holy Spirit thing. But really, it's about exercising the ghosts that hang around you. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we think about the hurts that we have, and, and, uh, you know, you, you, you gave a very extreme version Mm-hmm. um, but even just think of, like, the little hurts that you have, the things you even carry with you to this day. You know, like a, a kid stole your your sand pail in, in the sandbox or mm-hmm. something like that, and you're driving along, and all of a sudden that, you know, the devil knows where to poke. And we'll just poke, and, and you get, you know, like, why does that even bother me today? I can't remember the kid's name, and I don't remember, the, <laughs> you know, the circumstances. Yeah. I forgive you is a way of releasing and exercising that ghost. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's actually a way of restoring your selfhood and your power when you forgive others. Forgiveness is the most powerful thing because it is love in action Mm -hmm. in such a way that transforms reality around you for yourself and for the people in your life. And think about that compared to someone who can't, who's so wrapped up in I have to, refuses to they just carry mm-hmm. that burden yeah and some people choose that that I'm going to carry this burden for the rest of this person has harmed me I am never gonna let it go right and they they carry that with them that's that's no way to live yeah there, there's no resurrection there it's just you're just you're just wallowing in death mm-hmm does that does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and and we pray it in the Lord's prayer too. Right.
2: Uh,
1: um
0: well, that's why we pray it that way. Forgive me my sins, just as you know uh, the trespasses. trespasses. Yeah, uh, yeah, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. The Lord's prayer is really putting things in their proper perspective. Notice how, notice what you do when you pray the Lord's prayer. You're praying it not to yourself, which we often think of as my. One true ultimate concern, I am my own God. Mm-hmm. But we pray it to God, who is not just God, but our Father. Mm-hmm. Like a loving parent, the way a parent should be. Yeah, Holy is your name, not my name. Right. You know, how often do we take God's name in vain? In, in just fickle ways. Right. right. You know, hit your hand with a sledgehammer, you know, and, and the GDs and the JCs can come flying out. Mm-hmm. Holy is your name, though, not my name. Right. You know, if someone if someone slandered my name, I might be more likely to punch <laughs> him in the nose, right? <laughs> but holy is your name. Yeah. Your kingdom come. We spend all of our time trying to enter our, bringing about our own kingdoms.
1: Yeah, your will. Your will be yeah. done, not mine. Yeah.
0: On earth as it is in heaven, right? So when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we're actually praying the way the good creation is supposed to be in relationship with the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, So when we pray, um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The assumption is being made that we are acting according to God's will by being forgivers. Mm -hmm. And this is the weapon that Jesus gave his followers. He says, what you forgive on earth will be forgiven in heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Mm And that's a very powerful weapon because if forgiveness is not announced, if it is not done, all that remains is hell. Mm-hmm. And so to the second part of that question, if you are not seeking to discover forgiveness, I'm not saying forgive, you know, you you can forgive uh, the same person day in and day out. It's it's almost like a process. Mm-hmm. It's not just once forgive and forget and I'm over it. No, no, no. Sometimes it it's days, it's weeks, it's moments, it's months, it's years. Yeah. But it's a faith action to trust that the Lord is going to free me from this by that word of absolution, by that word of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a powerful weapon that God has given that changes lives, that, that defeats sin, it defeats death, it defeats the power of the devil. When spoken, I forgive you. And, and especially, I forgive you in Jesus Christ. Because mm-hmm. um, he's really the only one who has the power to forgive. But he gives that to us to then exercise in order to free and overcome the powers of sin, evil, death, and the devil.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Got anything? No. Well, then speaking of hell. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> is that a segue? <laughs> wow. All right. Why did Jesus have to go to hell?
0: Oh, what a great question. What?
1: what and there, there is a second part to this. Was he trying to save the people there?
0: Well, it, that's that's the question that that again the church has wondered with for a long time. I, I the the have to gets me a little bit because um, in the Lutheran Confessions and also in the letters of Peter, Peter talks about Jesus going to hell, and it reminds me a bit like he almost goes down and he does the Ric Flair, you know, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's strutting around, yeah. woo, and it's it's Jesus victorious parade over the powers of the devil hmm. when he goes into when he descends into hell what what that is saying in the Apostles Creed is that Jesus wasn't mostly dead it was he's dead 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 as a doornail dead mm-hmm. there's no denying it there's no resuscitation after what he suffered Jesus truly died and therefore entered the realm of death okay um, I am of the mind that When Jesus died on the cross, he didn't just die for our sins and take upon himself the punishment that we deserve for our sins. He experienced the totality of the death that we deserve by entering into the domain of hell. Now think about what hell is. And Again, what is this, episode 26? I know we've Mm -hmm. repeated some of these things, Mm -hmm. uh, but that's the thing about the gospel. It just needs to be heard again and again and again and again. Some people think of hell as being like the domain of Satan. Um, you know, Satan's throne room. Mm-hmm. There's popular TV shows that, that make that argument. Um, I think that has more to do with like Dante's Inferno and, and, and the Middle Ages than what the Bible actually says. Mm-hmm. And there's this idea that God is separated from you in hell. Um, I don't believe that one bit. God is not separated anywhere. God is God. God. What is separated from you in hell is not God's presence, it's God's grace. Mm. But what's waiting for you there is God's wrath. So hell is not the place where God is there for you. God is actually there against you. Mm. And who does Jesus um, suffer from on the cross? It wasn't just the people of that time. It wasn't just the power establishment of that time. It was the rejection of all of humanity but it was also the rejection of God. Mm-hmm. And so what does Jesus experience in hell? By, by us confessing that Jesus descended into hell, Jesus suffered the full wrath of the damnation that all of us deserve. Mm-hmm. And yet he is risen and vindicated. And all who believe in him are vindicated for his sake, not for our own sake. And I, I just, I, for me, I'm like, that's the kind of savior I, I want. That's the kind of savior I need. One who yeah. is is not even overcome by the power of hell itself or God's wrath itself, but takes upon it all and overcomes it for my sake so that I don't have to suffer it. So when you stand before the throne room, before judgment, it's not going to be, well, I, I managed to forgive everybody mm-hmm. or I managed to uh, be really good to my neighbors. It's, I'm with him mm-hmm. because he did it all for me and I can't measure up. Yeah. There's 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 no way I can stand before a just and all powerful and holy God. It's only in Christ that I can know a God who loves me, who forgives me, who is truly my heavenly father.
3: Hmm.
0: Okay. So why'd he go to hell? He went there to 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 do the Ric Flair. <laughs> uh to strut and, and... Quick victory lap. Do a quick victory lap. <laughs> uh, and at the same time to totally um, take the condemnation of the world upon himself for our sake.
1: Excellent. All right. Next question. And i, I feel a little I feel a little convicted here. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say about verbally attacking another person's state?
2: Do you, do you feel bad, Ryan? Do you? No. Oh, okay. I figured I'd ask.
0: You're looking for some verses to back you up on this one? Well, uh, I, you
1: know, I thumbed through. I couldn't find anything. It's interesting. There when was, you, South Dakota wasn't mentioned in there.
0: It, it seems like if you are a prophet, then you've been given the word of God to denounce states all over the place. <laughs> I mean, when you read, read the Old Testament prophets, they're not just speaking to individuals in fact most often they're speaking to entire nations mm-hmm. and condemning them for how bad they are um as far as as the little back and forth with a sister state uh we're all in one union here i think i think that's just good old natured fun just just
1: ribbing yeah. one another just ribbing and if uh i've talked to sarah about this off off air it I've never said that before in here, on air, off air. That's kind of fun. Uh, and she, and she knows I'm joking, and and if she asked me to stop, I would certainly stop. But.
0: Well, remember what Nathaniel said to Jesus when, um, I believe it was, uh, Bartholomew says to him, you got to come meet the Messiah. It's Jesus of Nazareth. And he says, can anything good come from Nazareth? <laughs> and what was Jesus' response? Here is an Israelite in whom there is no... Dis, you know, dishonesty or something like that. <laughs> so Jesus had good-natured fun with that when his hometown was being uh, maligned. So I am biblical. Yeah, I,
2: you know, I feel like sarcasm is the unlisted uh, spiritual gift. Yeah, mind.
0: it's it's a real. It is a it gift, is. isn't it? If it's done well. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just not.
2: Yeah.
1: It's but, offensive. Yeah, I, I, as I said, I've ribbed Sarah off air about South Dakota before, and Sarah, if you ever are offended, please let me know, and I will.
0: It, it's it's well, okay. I'll I'll stop. Reluctantly. What's the golden, What's the golden rule? Do to others as you would have them do to you. Not do to others before they do unto you. Uh, <laughs>
2: and well, I would say too. And in Ryan's defense, he listens to all of the smack that I talk about. My dislike for. NDSU Bison. That I shouldn't is, say that on here because I will get. What hate did mail. you say?
1: Say that again.
2: Well, I'm. 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 I did not purchase a ticket to the bandwagon. I, I will sh- not get on the bandwagon away I, from the side of the road. I am shooken to my core. No, <laughs> no I
1: want. I want to hear the 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 who.
2: I said I did not purchase a ticket to ride the bandwagon. I'll stand on the side of the road and wave as it goes by. Did,
1: did you? But I didn't hear a
2: Z in Bison. Your, there's B-I-S-B-I-S-O-N, bison. I to think about how to spell it. <laughs> wow. Well, wait a
0: minute. Now, are you a Jackrabbits fan? Coyotes. But oh, I'll, well. I'll
2: be a Jackrabbits fan if they're playing NDSU. <sighs> yeah.
0: Can I take back anything that I said? There <laughs> should be judgment su- and it
1: should be swift. <laughs> See what I'm saying?
2: Oh, I'm sure we'll get hate mail after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people
0: just don't like winners.
1: Well, so, that's the way well. it is. All right, that was a fun one. We've got some <laughs> deeper ones now. Again, um, so the next question that comes in, and you can submit your questions. By the way, um, atonement. Uh, actually, we haven't told anybody about the no, about haven't. the website. You better you better explain all that.
2: Well. To make your listening easier, if you want to submit your questions and listen and learn more about us and whatnot, et cetera, you can find us on thatpodcast.net. There you can listen to past episodes. You can find more about the hosts. You can submit your questions.
1: I don't know if DJ knew oh, about yeah. that. Oh, I did. Oh, you okay, did? Okay, good. I did. All right, did. good.
0: Yes. I haven't... See, I So, it, it it is now... It is. It's launched.
2: It's online. live, yeah. It's,
1: it's functional. Awesome. We We do have to put some biographies yeah. on there. We better do oh, that quick.
2: Okay. We'll get but. to it, but... But yeah, yeah. So. That podcast is kind of now the new little. You can still go to atoma live slash pod that, that podcast, podcast questions and that podcast. Yeah, find well, us on and Spotify and whatnot still. But
0: I was I was uh, since we're talking about this, I was rummaging through um, YouTube, and I saw that podcast, and I was showing it to some family members, and I noticed that all the podcasts are now. You can find out exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that podcast about. Yeah, Feed my starving children, you know? Yep, That podcast Q&A part one or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so really cool. It is.
1: It's fun. It's a good mm-hmm. time.
0: So now you can know what you're listening to before you invest your time. Yes. In, or if
2: you're looking us. for a specific one about something. It's right
0: all right there.
1: there. I love yep. it. Cool. Thatpodcast.net. All right. Here we go. What is your favorite movie?
0: My kids asked me this yesterday.
1: <laughs> did they really? They did. Maybe they sent this question in.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me think about it. I'm still trying to figure I, out I, what my favorite Ryan, what's is. yours?
1: Oh, man. I don't know that I have one favorite.
2: You know, I, I have
1: had favorites at different points in time. Like, I remember... When Die Hard was my favorite movie, like I could say, mm-hmm. this is my favorite movie.
0: Especially the season around Christmas time. Yeah, because it, it's know, a Christmas movie. You
2: want, you want, you want to see Die Hard.
1: It's as Christmas as uh, uh, apple pie and pumpkin spice. <laughs> right.
2: Talk about this later. This will be a whole episode. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but I've had other other times where an, an, another one of my favorites is uh, uh, Tombstone. Love yeah. that. Love that movie.
0: I'm your Huckleberry.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, I, maybe I have favorites in in each genre. Sure, that that that, that might be a better way to to look at it. Uh, comedies, gosh, I'd have to think about that one. Ryan, what's your favorite
2: you? Disney movie? Oh, I can nail, nail that oh, one!
1: Right. Oh right. man, I, I, Moana, Moana. The rock.
2: Oh, thats a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Moana, <Speaking> welcome.
1: <laughs> I like. Uh, well, there's The Rock again. My, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're bookending this thing with The Rock.
2: I used to.
0: I, I used to like other Disney movies, but when that came out, I'm like, yeah, hands down. Yeah. But Moana. I, um, I, I
2: would say the crab say in Moana is hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Titans? Probably oh, is my oh, favorite that's Disney a great movie. Yeah, I love that one.
2: Oh, that is a Disney movie. isn't Yeah, it, mm-hmm.
1: it is. Yeah. So, uh, that's,
0: that's one of those Turner movies that whenever it's on TNT, I'll yeah. stop and watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. <laughs> Regardless of what else is on. It's like, oh, yeah, let's watch a little bit of the yep. Titans. All
1: right. I'll, I'll think of my favorite comedy. Cause there's so many good ones, but what do you got, Sarah?
2: My all time favorite movie is Steel Magnolias. Ooh. So, you will laugh. You will cry. I love Dolly Parton and she's in it. Is, is that the <laughs> one where
1: they <laughs> made fried green tomatoes? Did they make that in that movie? No. Oh. Maybe that was Fried Green Tomato.
0: That was that was the movie Fried Green Tomato. Oh. Although yeah. I thought it was the same actors, pretty it's much. Not. Maybe it was
1: it's a sequel. Close.
2: It's close. That's no, not a sequel. No. Oh, I've never
1: seen either, no. so Steel I can't. So.
2: <laughs> it's such a good movie. <laughs> well, now you got some homework. You got to go yeah. watch Steel Magnolias. It's on Amazon yeah. Prime right now too.
0: Is it? Mm-hmm. Don't you like mm-hmm.
2: to laugh? No. Don't or you like co- to cry? cry? Like just a full good full-body toddler sobbing. <laughs> this is why this I is got why nothing. see this
0: is why women live longer than men is we hold it all inside yeah. they're oh, putting it
2: out every so often I have no I will watch Steel Magnolias about once every couple months from mm-hmm. like man I really need a good cry turn it on
0: turn it on mm. just man yep I got nothing So my favorite in and, and this is going there there are two movies that are like um I call them my my favorite movies although I've, there's other movies I've seen that are much better <laughs> Um, the original Karate Kid, that is a really good one. Okay. And this movie, I it, it's my favorite in the Star Wars franchise. It's the one I always go to, and it's the one that I would watch whenever I was sick. Okay. As a kid, Return of the Jedi. Ah. Yeah, I've seen that movie about a thousand times. <laughs> um, love Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Love them. I love the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, but we were watching we were watching the Lord of the Rings. Uh, my my wife and uh, my oldest daughter had never seen them all the way through so we've been watching them the last couple of nights and uh, that's when they asked me what my favorite movie was and I'm like you know what? I like Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings make me tired
1: they get their steps you, in
2: they you walk have to a lot Commit in that movie. to Lord of the Rings yeah they they walk a lot yeah, um, uh,
1: I, yeah I, eat a lot. I wish Elijah Wood would have had a pedometer on <laughs>
0: his uh, Fitbit would have just exploded by the time he got to the end. Yeah, lots of steps. Yeah, plus it's got six endings. We counted them. Last oh, night. really? We watched the Return of the King. It's like okay, end credits? No, oh, it's still going. Yeah, but, and credits? Oh, there's more. Hmm. We did that six times. So.
1: Napoleon Dynamite uh, is another one of my favorites.
0: That's a great comedy. Love that, that one. A it's movie.
1: A, it it is a story of uh, love, friendship, and the American dream.
2: <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> it is
0: bow to your sensei. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i made a TikTok the other day so i still have um they still like, have that oh yeah it makes me laugh because i was thinking of um I, wasn't day, that banned in the united states no not yet announced this they, uh, they haven't taken it down was yet
1: microsoft is gonna buy it aren't they
2: they will have to pry it from my cold dead hands they <laughs> took vine from me they're not getting this one anyway, they took what from you vine what is vine it was a six-second app that coincidentally Twitter bought, and then it died. Oh, maybe that's why I think Twitter's going to die. That's my
1: own Actually, you're not theory. you're not alone. I just heard that Joe Rogan uh, believes the same thing.
0: Uh huh. That Twitter's
2: going to die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Six years.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Max. I thought I th- I thought that was uh, uh, just recently here that he said that.
2: Until then, though, you can follow us on Twitter. Yes. Atonement Pod. <laughs> At
1: Atonement Pod. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Uh, I was just gonna look up uh, uh, best movies of all time. Let's see if any of us had number one on this
2: list. It's got to be *Return of the and, and, Jedi*.
1: And whose list do you go by?
2: Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: What is that one? Okay, so let's see. Who who do we want to use as our yardstick?
2: Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. All yeah, right. I feel like they're pretty harsh.
1: Okay, <laughs> they are harsh.
2: They've got high bar.
1: They are harsh. Okay. So that's the best that's movies. That's
0: a fan favorite one, isn't it? Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> yeah.
1: Uh. Well, they have um. They, like like they, it's
0: not it's not critics. Uh, it's, yeah. They, well, yeah. they
1: have their they have their own critics, mm-hmm. and then they have you can find what what whoever runs the website mm-hmm. feels what they what percentage they give a movie, and then what the the fans how the fans feel about that movie. Mm-hmm. So, best movies of all time. We list the top 100 movies ever made on their tomato meter score.
0: So, that's so, like freshness. So, so, go to the top 10. I don't know if we want to yeah. go through all 100 of them. No, 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 That'll no. Be a whole oh, episode.
1: boy. Okay, I'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll start at 10. Black Klansman, which I have never heard of Isn't before. Isn't
2: that, that just came out?
1: In 2018, it's yeah, said.
0: that's yeah. A, that's
2: a I remember that's seeing. New pretty, one. I haven't seen
0: it. I've never, I, I've,
1: I've never even heard of it.
0: No, yeah, it's about a, well, I think I know what it's about. It's about some yeah. guy who goes undercover, doesn't
2: he? Yeah, and joins
0: joins the, the Ku Klux Klan. Clan. Yeah.
2: Huh? Okay. Doesn't that have a? This is just gonna bug me. It's got the uh, Will Ferrell's best friend in Talladega Nights.
1: Got nothing. You'll have to look that one up.
0: Um, uh, Riley, I think is his last name.
1: Thomas C. Riley. No,
0: he's in. He's in one of the Marvel movies too.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, I've never, I've never heard of that before. I might have to see if it's uh, on any of the streaming
2: services. That's yeah, John C. Riley. John C. John
1: C. Riley. What did I say, Thomas? I don't even yeah. know if there is a person like that. Uh, the Irishman is number nine on the really? list. Really? Yep. I you know I didn't care for it. I, I, yeah. I, I sat through the 17 hours or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Or felt like anyway. I think it was like three <laughs> and a half. It was long. Uh,
0: seen it. I remember thinking that this this is not Goodfellas remade. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, um, De Niro yeah. is past his prime to be. Yeah, they they uh, tried. Yeah.
1: They yeah. tried. Um Ladybird, number eight. Sounds all right. Never I've seen it. Never heard of it. Number seven, Citizen Kane, made in nineteen forty one. Mm. Nothing. Uh, really. This is based on Tomato Meter.
2: Twilight's number one. Oh, my goodness. I,
1: if they cracked... if they cracked,
2: Breaking Dawn, volume two. If they <laughs> cracked the top
1: 100, I would be surprised. Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: Which one? I only, number, I've only was, know the first one.
1: That was in 2018. I would assume Tom Cruise was in it. Don't know.
2: Interesting. I think that's one he actually was jumping on a building and broke his foot and then continued to film for like two days. I saw huh. this on Twitter. Really? Or on Instagram.
1: Didn't hear that. All right, the next one, I actually now seeing it? Yeah, I would probably put this in my top 10 for sure. Uh 1939's The Wizard of Oz.
2: Oh, sure.
1: I would put that in my top yeah, 10 for sure. That's a good one. Toy Story 4? Have oh. not seen that yet.
2: That one's good. That uh, Toy, yeah. Toy Story.
1: Forky. Toy Story four in the fourth position to not number to be four. confused with any other Toy Story. This is
0: on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. top ten movies of T- all top time.
1: Best movies of all time. We list the top one hundred movies ever based on their tomato meter score. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Us is twenty was, was is number three made in twenty nineteen. I don't know That's that one.
2: That's The
0: sequel to Get Out. Which. My I have not it's seen either spooky. one of those, but I hear they're terrifying. Yes, hmm. and entertaining in a terrifying yes. way.
2: Yes, huh.
1: crazy. Um, number two, Avengers Endgame, and number one, Black Panther.
0: Hey, I am happy with that number one. I like hmm. Black Panther a lot. That was a good crazy. Really yeah, be I, I guess
1: I got some movies to watch. <laughs> what did you twi- Twilight? gosh
2: didn't even break the top 10 if you've never seen breaking dawn part four <laughs> the fight at the end i have to tell i have to pep talk myself I'm like it's just a dream it's just a dream it doesn't really happen because a lot of people die
1: wow so uh it, um oh, man that's
0: great.
1: yeah i get uh, m- was moonlight one of the twilight no. movies no that's on the list i was trying to throw you a bone there um moonlight Yeah, no, I uh, no Thor Ragnarok, the God. Oh, The Godfather. How did I ever forget that? That would be in my top ten for sure.
0: Is that one that you can watch again and again? Oh, I I have,
1: I have watched it over and over. In fact, I've watched one and two back to back, all six and a half hours or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not seeing. I am not seeing Twilight here on the list. I apologize for this.
2: Is Titanic in there?
1: I haven't been looking for it, but it hasn't stood out I feel to like that one either. has
2: to be in there. That's just a... No,
1: no, no, and no. Sorry, Sarah. Okay, that's fine. Got nothing for you. So so uh, let's see. Let's see. I believe we and, have... And
0: w- one, one real quick question, though. Yeah. The the comedy classic Fletch did not make the top 10? <laughs> I don't see it.
1: I got nothing. Oh, okay. No, nope, not, nothing there. Uh, it, but, but neither did, um, stealing Harvard.
2: Well, I've never heard of either of these. That's true. That
0: I, 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 I disagree with this whole list.
1: Yeah. Let's throw it out and start our own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that podcast official movie watch list.
1: <laughs> uh all right. What do we have anything else? Uh, how are we doing here? I think we're about, a, yeah. we're, we're, we're about gonna, out, we're out of time. Up, I think. Ryan? Yeah. Well, Bring let's us wrap out of here. All right, let, let's let's uh, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for uh, our listeners and uh, their their questions, and uh, we appreciate them sending them in. And we thank you, Lord, for your your word. Uh, we thank you for. Um, the ability that you've given us here with technology to be able to um, connect people and answer their questions and um, help them get, get to know you and Jesus better. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, that is all we have for this week. Uh, as we mentioned, you can go to thatpodcast.net. You can find us at atonementpod on Twitter and you can search for that podcast, Atonement Fargo, uh, on Facebook, uh, or go to atonementfargo.org or atonement.live to learn more about all that we have going on. And until next time, for Sarah DeYoung, Pastor DJ Lura, I am Ryan Jenke, and we will see you next week for another riveting episode of that podcast.